Oh, thank you for being a friend. I know I'm a day late, but how cute. RIP Betty. RIP Betty. Oh hey. so we've been kind of putting this one off and for good reason because it's just this one's just not gonna be a pleasant one to discuss. It's rough to say the least. It was rough. So if you watched it on ESPN Plus, just times that by four actually being there in person. And that was what Jacqueline and I felt the whole time. Basically. Maybe more than that. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was just being generous I, or, you know, like, yeah. Anyway, let's just rip the bandit off and get it over with. That way we can move on to a better game. Cause we're going to do two episodes today, two, 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 two episodes and get them both done. That way we're ready to go and prepared for Thursday. So let's go. <laughs> Immediately, as soon as we start. But today. You've got to be kidding me. The only reason she's up here is because the boys are outside. Because it's a nice day. <gasps> this, now, cat, this cat shows zero emotion. Yeah. So now she's going to be friendly since she's. She <laughs> just has a bitch face. I mean, Katya yeah. is just an absolute. Like, she is the absolute definition of resting bitch face. Now she's going to be nice. Jesus. Anyway. All right. So let's, let, let's, let's talk about it. Let's just, again, like we said before, let's just rip the mate it off. Let's just go for it. Let's just get it done and over with. That way we don't have to worry about it. Um, I literally just got home from work so that we could get this done early. And that's why I'm still in work clothes. And so I don't have my SFA stuff on, but um, to be fair, I don't think the team deserves me to put on SFA stuff for this episode. Not going to lie. I'll maybe I'll switch into it for the next one. It was bad. Okay. Well, let's talk about the fun parts of the, let's, day. Yeah. the game. Take, let's do the fun stuff. Yes. So we went to our favorite spot, Potato Shack, which, okay, so she's already gone. Um, the, the day before I text Alex, I'm like, Hey, so we do have like a whole list of recommendations now. Like, should we try something else or do we want to just, I mean, whatever. Anyway, so we decided we just like the potato shack. So we just wanted to stick with that. Right. I mean, why mess with the good thing? Like we really enjoy potato shack. They have good food. I haven't been disappointed once, but to be fair, I, or, we ordered pretty much almost the same thing except for our appetizers. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was good. I love potato shack. Some people may not agree, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, so we met some people there. We met who, Jacqueline? We met up with Dennis, DDT. DDT! And his lovely girlfriend, so that was nice. We had lunch with them, kind of chatted about just the team and we did and everything upcoming uh, this weekend, which we're excited about. We did. Yeah, we had a nice little lunch and we enjoyed it with them and He's, I mean, he, I love Dennis. I think Dennis is just, is so wild. I wasn't expect. I mean, like I knew he was wild, but I didn't realize he was that wild. Like he's, he's crazy. I love it. He is. 
even he more fun than we expected. So, oh yeah, like he's a hoot. He's a hoot. So we're excited to hang out with Dennis this weekend, um, and his girl. Hopefully, I'm, she's coming, right? I think I she's coming. I think so too. I think so. Um, but yeah, we're excited to um, hang out with them again and all the rest of our fellow lumberjack um, faithful who are coming into town for, you know, Thursdays and Friday or Saturday's game. Um, and then we get to the game and Maria's there again at the game. She came down and sat with us this time um, since we weren't like right up behind the team. Um, you know, at Sam Houston, if you've never gone there, played there, their court, is I mean, well, where we sit basically, where the where the away team sits is kind of like up higher um, near the bench, so we're not like boom right on top of them. So, um, you know, she didn't feel as nervous sitting down there with us, which was nice. Um, very odd shape, though. It is. A, it is an odd shape. It always has been. I just, it's just weird. Um, and I don't know. I just their whole setup there is just weird to me. But whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We won't be playing there too many more times. So it's not, I mean, as of right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Maybe <laughs> so, more times. So it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We have Maria sit with us. Uh, we have one of our friends, Matthew, and some of his friends came and sat with us. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One funny note. So I saw before the game started, because a friend of mine used to work um, at SFA for SFA Athletics named Ben Rickard. He works for Sam now. Um, so, you know, I saw him down there, so I texted him hi and a little waving emoji. Um, so we're like chatting back and forth and then there's some undescribed delay of game that we're just sitting there. They're all out on the floor. We thought we were ready. What's happening? So I text him and I'm like, well, are we going to start the game or what? And <laughs> I died laughing because y'all know we all give Sam Houston such hell for caring about football, not basketball. So... Ben's going to be clever and text back. If it was football, we would. <laughs> no, I mean, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, he's right. If it was football, they would have started on time. I died laughing. But um, whenever I watched it back, apparently they were having some kind of issue with the nets. I don't know what, but. I don't know what, but that makes sense because I did see the guy with the ladder over there by the net on the far side. So, I mean, that makes sense, but I don't know what the issue was. I yeah, mean. I don't know if it like got hung up there or something. Um, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, we had a decent little contingent from, um, on the SFA side, we had, I mean, there was a few students who came, there were some alums who came, not as many as normal, but I also chalked it up to the fact that the way that the WAC was scheduling games, like it was our game and the ladies game, like right at the exact same time. So people had to basically pick and choose where they wanted to go. If it was more staggered, I could have seen it, meaning, you know, potentially being a little bit easier for people to even go to both, um, or at least, you know make it somehow. Um, but anyway, so people had to choose which one to go to. And so obviously there was a bunch of people that chose to go here. And then obviously it's a bunch of chat that chose, which again, both teams, both teams need support. So love that. Um, but yeah, so it was, I mean, all in all, it was a decent day minus the game, but I mean, it was a nice little road trip for Jacqueline and I, it's always a quick drive. Uh, we went kind of like the back way. So it was a nice, uh, nice little, Again, drive down to Huntsville. The wind was wild. That was a pain. That was so crazy. The wind was wild. Um, it was cold. So that also, Very cool. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, like I said, we had we had fun hanging out with our friends. But other than that, it was kind of a 
shit day. So, okay. so yeah, I'll go ahead and give the general history background. So in our matchup history with Sam Houston, we have 54 wins and 47 losses. Uh, our last matchup was March 6th of 2021, and we won 64-59 in Huntsville. That was a fun little game. It was a game. Um, our largest margin of victory was 85 to 53 in 2004. And our smallest margin of victory was 67 to 66 in 2012. Our starters for the game were Gavin, David, Calvin, Nigel, and Trell. Same thing we've been having. Um, what? Oh, net issues didn't matter seeing as how we couldn't sing a basket anyway, says Dustin Hilton. Um, not wrong. Rev, you're not wrong, hun. Not wrong. Maybe maybe them messing with the net prior was what gave us issues. Bad juju. Maybe they did something to the net. Ooh, conspiracy theory. I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't. We just couldn't shoot to shit. No. Um, so we did lose 49 to 41. And the attendance for the game was 1,114. Yeah. Um, I won't go over the wax standings just because, again, the game's over and we've had another game since then so they're not going to be the most accurate standings so we're just going to save that for the second episode and the rev also said didn't think of that they put a curse on the nets they did they did some sort of like witch juju any any reason we can come up with is great because it was just mind-boggling mind-boggling it was. Okay, let's go through the stats. So we have Sean Kennedy's stat section. Uh, our field goal percentage was 26.3. Theirs wasn't a whole lot higher at 32.7. Um, our three-point percentage was 12. And here's, the, and here's the thing. Like, yes, Sam didn't play their best game either, which I feel like was our only saving grace and why – the game wasn't as out of hand as it could potentially have been. Let's just say that. Thankfully, Sam's game wasn't 100% either. Otherwise, if it was, this would be even worse. So much worse. Um, our free throw percentage was 66.7, which is actually kind of decent, and it was better than theirs at 58.8. Mm -hmm. um, our points in the paint, we had only 24 uh, points off turnovers, we had 11 second chance points. We had 14. Um, fast break points, we only had seven. Bench points, we had 10. Okay, rebounds, we had 36. So they out rebounded us by 10. So they had 46 rebounds. Holy moly. So we had 11 offensive boards and 25 defensive boards. Um, we had 15 fouls. We had only 11 turnovers. They had 18 turnovers. Um, we had eight steals and zero blocks, and our game leader was Gavin with 13, pound, 13 pounds. Oh, my gosh. 13 points. I don't know what I'm thinking about right now. Eight rebounds and two assists. You know, I will say, so to start off the feats of strength, yeah, like, and I, I know Jacqueline wrote this on hers as well. The fouls have been, I mean, not fouls, but, yes, the fouls were, were less, but also our turnovers um, were definitely better, definitely better. Only 11 turnovers. That was, that was great. Um, again, I'm going to be very, we're going to be reaching here for, for these, for these positives. So the fact that 
We had 11 turnovers as opposed to what it was a few games ago. It's a great improvement. I love that. Um, we definitely didn't have as many fouls as previous games. Love that as well. Um, I will say a few other notes that I had written down. Um, Derek and Diego both had a lot of playing time, which they haven't had up until that game. Don't know if it was because we were you know, behind and losing and it was just like, hey, what the hell, put them in or just change up the lineup just to see, just to mess them up because they weren't expecting that. I don't know. Like, um, But whatever the reason, they got more playing time and I couldn't be more pleased for them because they do need more playing time. They need more practice. Um, and another thing too, uh, what was Gavin's free throw percentage? Five, or that game. five of six. Five of six. Yeah, like he he did really well with the with the free throws again, um, and he has been. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. I mean, for the most part, obviously, it's not amazing, but it's improving. Uh, Dylan Rodriguez, my blood pressure doesn't get as high as it used to watching us shoot free throws. Well, well, like we said, they're very slowly improving. Slowly improving. Yeah, much better. Yeah. I, I, it has been just her. I mean, the whole game in general was horrendous, but at least there was a few bright spots. And these are this is what we're talking about here. Um, yeah. So Gavin had some good free throw moments that game. Again, five of six is pretty good for him for that game. So that was that's pretty good. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then, like I said, Derek and Diego getting lots of playing time, making plays, making, um, you know, creating disturbance on defense and then, you know, just moving the ball around well on offense for the most part. Um, and then Calvin had a nice block with a coast to coast in there from, you know, he blocked on one end and went to the other end, made, made the, made the layup. And so that was another really good moment during the game. There weren't many, but <laughs> here we go. Uh, Trell had a nice three in the very beginning of the game. Um, and we had some moments, especially in the second half, like that first half, I don't even want to talk about the first half. I don't even want to think about it. It just makes me want to throw up. Um, but in that second half, our defense actually came back and really kind of helped us helped us stay in that game a lot. And so we did have some good moments of good defense. But, I mean, for example, we had – a uh, what did we say? We had uh, – 11 turnovers, they had 18. So we did um, cause and force more turnovers on them. Uh, we had 11 points off of those turnovers and they only had five off of ours. So that was a positive. Um, we also outshot them on bench points, 10 to, 10 to three, which was nice. Um, points in the paint, we had more as well. So... I mean, looking at the stats, it almost looked like a decently, almost evenly matched game. Almost. <laughs> almost. Yeah. It was just a horrible start. It was just a horrible start. But Jacqueline, I'm sure she has a few other positives to mention. <sighs> okay. My first... Uh... 12 feats of strength are the 12 points we got in the first half. Oh, uh, I got to take more shots at that later, but that was just, anyways. Okay. So we did have, like, like Alex said, we agreed on the less fouls and less turnovers. And I mean, 
in games like this, you got to at least look at the stuff like that. Um, I do think we had less turnovers because we just merely didn't try to set anything up on offense, but they were less on paper. So I'll take it. Yeah. Um, like she said, I was, I was happy that Diego and Derek and Jonathan also got some good minutes. I, I thought Derek and Jonathan played some good defense when they were in and Diego got, you know, probably the most minutes he's gotten all season mm-hmm. that game. Um, let's see. Uh, so a few small ones I have. So Trell did make a really deep three for our first score. So it kind of looked nice starting off. Um, Day played some really good defense after uh, he caused a turnover, which I always like to see. And I feel like he does well about that. <clears throat> the few times he that he does. turns the ball over, he will hustle back down and make up for it. He, um, he, he does. Calvin does usually. Um, Trell has. So is David. Like most of the guys will do that, which I appreciate. Not yeah. all of them, but most of them will, which I appreciate. Nice to see. Yeah. Um, Let's see. JJP made a good three in the second half, which was his first points of the game. Um, I Okay. Uh, Alex mentioned Gavin's free throws. I had that on my list too. I mean, that, that was really nice. Five out of six. That's great. Can't ask yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, Derek did score. He made a free throw. So that was nice to see. Um, the last good one I had that was good, but not good enough, I guess. Not in no fault of his, just we didn't collectively use this to push our momentum forward. But David tied the game at the 10-minute mark in the second half with the most amazing layup against Flag, who is actually really good. Dad and I talked about this last night. But Flag is phenomenal. He was killing us, killing us. Yeah. Because uh, Dad was saying that when he played for AM, he was starting. So, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of shocking that he left AM to come to. Sam, which like Sam is closer to where he's from. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just wanted to get back closer to home, but like I wouldn't think I would leave a starting position at an SEC school to come to Sam Houston, but <clears throat> whatever. Anyway, but David made that um, and got the one and one, but it only put us at a measly 28 points. Yeah. And and like you said, it was it was a great moment. We tied the game up, but we just didn't capitalize on it. We didn't, you know, we we didn't try to create any sort of separation or anything like that. And so, I mean, obviously Sam Houston, Sam Houston had all the momentum and that's just facts. You know, they had all the momentum, they were ready for us. And we just, we, we looked like, you know, we had zero energy, nothing, you know? So anything else on the positive side? That's that. I felt like I put together a pretty good list considering. I've considering I, I do too. I mean, we got what we got. We had what we had. Yeah. All right. So, all right, here we go. There's no other way to say this. You might as well just rip off the bandage. Um, but, yeah, uh, I do I, I agree with Maria what she said. It was a very slow start. And it was just a just too big of a mountain to climb by the time they, reached, they started the to catch up. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It was just – too big of a deficit and then we tied it up and then again they just they just took over momentum wise and it was just Dustin I'm gonna need to crack more than a beer babe more than a beer <sighs> here we go are you about to get a drink because if you are I'm gonna get up and get one you know what yeah we're gonna get a drink one second pause <laughs> Mm. 
Okay, well, what are you having? Okay. Damn, I ran. You okay. Did. So I'm having one of my favorite beers. So it's a sour goze ale with lime, sea salt, and coriander. It's called a Salty Amigo from Birmingham District Brewing Company. So it's basically like a sour Mexican beer almost. It's a very pretty can. Okay, so I'm. <laughs> what are you I'm drinking? One of these uh, finished long drinks, which is, uh, I always turn it the wrong way. Um, yeah. It's a gin drink that is cream. This one's cranberry flavored. Um, our friend Sean Clinch actually introduced these to me, but uh, whenever I went, the flavor that he got is that I liked the best. It's like zero sugar. Um, they didn't have any in the cooler, and I was needing it to be cold, so I got the cranberry ones, and they're not they're not my favorite. But I'm just trying to do something quick and easy right now. Yeah. Duh. Okay. So the Rev Dustin Hill says disclaimer: Partner Alex encourages you to drink away your basketball pains. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And that's why I had two beer last night during the game because I was just preparing myself for whatever might occur. Um, but look, I got my little SFA koozie on. So cute. Cheers. 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 Yeah. So, okay. Here we go. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You. Here we go. Okay, we, we, we never said that this was going to be a uh, fluff up the butt podcast because we're going to have games like this, and here we go. Very first possession of the game. The very first possession that Sam Houston had was a backdoor slam by flag. That's literally the first thing I put on my list, too, because... I mean, it was within, it was in less than 15 seconds. And I was just got like, off the tip. They got the tip. I was just like, I really don't want to be a pessimist, but this doesn't bode well for the day. No, that was literally the exact thing I wrote on my notes. I put first possession was a backdoor slam. Wow. This game's going to be rough. Cause if the very first possession is a backdoor slam, we are asleep at the wheel. The game just started. Yeah. Like we didn't even have time to think about, you know, anything. You, you should have been on top of it immediately. Anyway. Yeah, it was not a good start. And I agree with you. It, I, I think it shows that the <clears throat> the mindset up here, for mm -hmm. whatever reason, on Saturday, it was just not there. It just wasn't there. They were ready be. off the jump. Granted, they're – they were ready. Local percentages weren't great either, and that's why, thank God, it was a slow, low-scoring game on both ends. Mm -hmm. But we weren't totally humiliated. But like they were ready to go, and we were not. They were exactly. You know what? And here's the thing: it's because Sam Houston always, always, always has a chip on their shoulder when it comes to us in basketball. So anytime they can beat us in basketball, it's like Jesus. They just won the NCAA tournament. Like. You should have seen their celebration after the game. It was like they just won the whack tourney and they're going to the freaking NCAAs. You know what I mean? Like it was just, <laughs> it was like, okay, it's a regular season game. Like this wasn't like shit's on the line, but to them it is. To them it is, right? It's yeah. just 
It's, it's wild. They were pressing us extremely early and hard. That was another thing. We, we just weren't, we weren't ready. We were not ready. I don't know what in the hell we were doing. I don't know what we were thinking. I don't know what was going through their heads or minds, but they were just sloppy, 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 sloppy. They no protection of the ball, uh, whether it was under the basket, protection of the ball was just out the window. I mean, we were already down 15 to seven at the eight twenty-six mark. And I was like, what are we? This whole time, I just had this look of confusion on my face. Like, what are we doing? What, what, what it, what? Like, yes, Sam Houston's a good team. I'm not going to like knock them for that. Like, I'm not going to say that they're, you know, a horrible team and that, that we should have demolished them. No, it's always going to be a close game with them. Just like it's always a close game with like Lamar and other teams. It's always going to be. They always play us the hardest, always. And that's fine. We're rivals. You should. But holy guacamole. It was just, they smacked us in the mouth. Smacked us in the mouth. Shooting was horrendous in the beginning. I mean, again, the first half, 12 points. 12 points. Pretty sure that's not an NCAA record, but it might be a Division I record. I felt like I was watching a junior high beat team girls sixth grade team yeah i mean i think my comparison i put was eighth grade b team like worse than that because worse than that i was being generous i think with that analogy listen kellogg's daughter's like isn't she like sixth grade and she scores more than 12 points and a half game by herself facts that's true it looked like a little game 12 points at halftime I mean, usually we leave shooters wide open just because the defense that we play, but we were leaving them absolutely. I mean, we gave them so much breathing room to shoot the three. Uh, I mean, we just looked lost on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. I mean, literally, I'm reading my word, my notes word for word. Look lost. Don't know what the hell we're doing. We look confused. Not blocking out. I mean, uh, not yeah, no blocking out. Horrendous game all around. I I am most frustrated with during this game was was JJP. I love him so much, but he airballed three threes, not even close. He was airballing shots left and right, airballing, just not even close to the basket, not even close. And then of course we lose Nigel basically at the end of the first half, yeah. which was a blow. An absolute blow. That didn't help one bit. I mean, I could go on, but I'm sure you have plenty to say as well. So go ahead. I do, and all mine are pretty broad because again, it wasn't it wasn't any one specific player like doing bad stuff. We just none of us looked awake or ready to go or all like of them. all of them zoned in i don't know i don't know what happened to make that mindset that morning but we need to not repeat it ever again um so another another note on the points savion flag outscored our entire team the first half he had more points than our entire team the first half um That's never good whenever that happens. Um, 
No. And us losing that game, we gave Hooten the record for the most wins at Sam Houston. Must be nice. So I'm sure they're just going to love to say that he got that record beating us. Um, that'll just, that'll make their year. They care more about that than conference tournament anyway, really. Um, so a few defensive notes I have. We've got, and I actually, I think I said this in my notes for the game last night too. We'll see when we get there. I can't remember, but we've got to stop anticipating a charge and flopping. Like there's nothing I love more than taking a good charge, but I feel like lately a lot of times, and it's not even one player, it's a couple of different players that we just have this mindset. We're like so ready to get the charge that we, we over anticipate and then it's not a charge. Not a charge if you're just it's a flop. Um, so it's a uh, flop. We gotta stop. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, let's see. Okay, another defensive note I had. We kept we kept letting them screen on defense and switch and get a mismatch that ended up with David on flag. Yes, he ended up. Which first of all is the worst. Can't even talk mismatch ever. Mm -hmm. Um, not skill wise, but just sheer size and height. That's a terrible matchup. And I so mean, flag, flag, I guess not to interrupt, but like flag could be compared as like Gavin. He's that big and stocky, but also taller. I think, I think he's taller but, than Gavin. I don't yeah, think, I think he's if not, they're very, very close in size. Like, but um, I mean, he his his freaking arms are the size of freaking Mack trucks, man. Like, it's huge. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. And then putting him on David? Yeah, but they, they kept allowing the switch. And then yeah. at least twice he made a three-pointer on David where David was guarding him. I mean, it's not like David was asleep. He was on him. There's just – he can't defend him. He can't, can't defend him. Yeah, I know. So I know. they got to talk the, – the person who sees the screen coming has got to talk better on that to not switch because – that's not a matchup that we can be switching on. Like we don't have the flexibility there. Um, so that I was not pleased with. Um, then my last three, just because I have, I have to pick on something else besides us, but I, I had a few notes for the announcers. So first of all, mm -hmm. I noticed a couple of times when I watched it back, for example, when you said that JJP airballed a few times, one time, whenever he airballed it, they're like, Oh, he airballed it. But then whenever one of the Sam Houston players airballed it, they said, oh, his shot was off the mark. And I'm like, okay. Of course. I feel we're going to play this. Like, you're going to call us for the airball, but then your person what? doesn't. You're going to say, oh, it was off the mark. Of There's course. a big-ass difference between off the mark and airball. I feel like, like off the mark is like it hits the rim and bounces. Like exactly. That's off the mark. Airball is just it's not even close to the yeah. net, babe. Yeah, like Airball doesn't touch anything. Great, correct. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, wow, okay, yeah. Then there was one possession they called Calvin Kinsmill, and I'm like, that's like the last two players you get confused on our team, but okay, pay attention. Um, <laughs> and then the last but not least, and like, listen, don't get me wrong, we clearly miss having Rati, absolutely miss having Rati. 100%, 100%. And we've had some growing pains, and thankfully some people have stepped up and we're working through that. We wish we had it, 1,000%. But these announcers are going to say as if 
we lost the game and played as pitifully as we did because we're just not as effective without Rati. And I'm like, okay, listen, do we miss him? Yes, we absolutely do. Is Rati being gone the reason that we played like absolute dog shit and scored little dribbler points against Sam Houston? No, sorry. Back up, rewind. We played Kansas within as many points as we played Sam Houston without Rossi. Little dribbler points. To say that the reason we looked that bad is simply because we didn't have Rossi. We wish we had Rossi, but yeah, we played Kansas as close as we played Sam Houston without him. We just we just fell asleep at the wheel. We shit the bed. I don't know what happened. We did. DDT. Dennis is totally. We miss. We do miss Rati. Yes. Would we be more effective on the court in the game with Rati in the game? Absolutely. Positively. Yes. He's been in the program for for a long time. He knows the offense. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's played with with Gavin and, and David and Calvin. They've all played together for a while now. Yes. We miss him a lot. But that does not mean there were like ten other like the linchpin to our success. Like, like no offense like, to him. There were like ten other things we did terribly that game that had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Dennis is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three for twenty-four. I mean, that just speaks volume. Well, volume. Three, three of twenty-five from the three-point line. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not good. No. In no. In no. Coliseum, court, anywhere. Are you going to win a game when you score 12 points in the freaking first half? I'm sorry. You're just not. Because we outscored them the second half. Only by five, but we did outscore them the second half. But when you're outscored over half of your points in the first half, like Maria said, we we made too big of a mountain to climb back up ourselves. We did. It was just it was too much. It was too much. Uh, we it was just too much for us to handle. Too much for us to bear. I just I I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, it wasn't like we were you know fatigued from a game that we just played. Like we had time to relax and rest. Uh, I'm just flabbergasted at our performance. Just flabbergasted. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? And again, this is no, no slight to Sam Houston. They, they didn't have their best shooting game either. And they will admit that too. their fans. will. they were just as shocked as we were Yeah, just as shocked as we were. And I could not, I lost count of how many times I saw on social media on Saturday night after the game, people were just, so confused not even sfa fans like people from other schools like what has happened to our team to your team what has happened as i'm like great question man would love to know and give you an answer but i don't know it i don't know and i mean yeah shelly shelly cook it's been tough to watch yes it has it's been an absolute like mind bending heart I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. That was a tough one. And I'm, I'm going to use that to segue into our one game. I mean, one word to describe the game so we can get this one wrapped up. But literally I was just dumbstruck, like dumbfounded completely. And I usually watch the game back to make my notes for this. 
But for this one, I mean, I really had to watch it back because there were so many times during that game I couldn't even watch what was happening. I was just like zoning mm-hmm. out on, mm-hmm. on one spot on the court because I could I couldn't even continue to watch it. Like I'm um, I'm still gonna be here and support. I'm not gonna get up and leave, but like I, I have to disengage and disassociate for a minute because yeah, games like that it's so hard because it's so bad and there's nothing that you can do about it and you don't know what what mental stuff's going on or what has happened the day before that has caused them to come out completely unlike themselves. And there's nothing you can do to fix it. So you just can't like, I just couldn't focus on it any harder than that. Yeah. And I just, (laughs) the word, the word I use is a word that a lot of people used on Saturday to describe that game. And it was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I've seen the Lumberjacks play like shit before. And you know what? Yeah, they played like shit. But to play like that against a rival at their house, getting absolutely embarrassed in that first half, I I was lost for words. I, I didn't I, I I was like Jacqueline said, we drove the hour and 40 minutes. We weren't gonna get up and leave. We were going to somehow keep calm and carry on but it was just it was embarrassing it was embarrassing and we hope we hope and reb said it best too hopefully they got the bad play the crap game the worst game i've seen the lumberjacks play in six years or more out of the way yeah and now we're we're slowly getting back to where we should be because we have two big games left this week humongous games that we cannot we cannot play like that versus GCU and New Mexico because we will get humiliated on our own court yeah we will this this will be my last comment to wrap it up on a semi-high note but yes we we were absolutely it was embarrassing and we were at a loss for words but this is why because that is I'm pretty positive the worst that's a fake game I've ever seen. Hey, Sean Clinch. Hi, Sean. I'm drinking your drink that you introduced me to, but I'm drinking the um, cranberry flavor. Um, but yes, that's I'm pretty sure that's the worst as a fake game I've ever seen. And this is why, because we have such a good team of guys this year that if if our team was shitty this year, then I'd be like, par for the course, expected that. Totally. This group of guys has so much talent and athleticism and potential, and we've seen them do and be great and play great games. And that was very uncharacteristic and out of, out of the norm. So it was embarrassing and it was, it was tough because I'm, I can only imagine how they felt and how they felt in practice the next day because that's not that's not the style of play that we know they're capable of and that's that's why it's that's why it's embarrassing that's why it's disappointing absolutely i cannot agree with you more because and i i will i will reiterate what you said that is not the style that is not the team that we are used to seeing and the fact that we know that they are capable of so much more and to play so much better than that and then to watch what they did on that court it was just, it was like a gut punch. It really was. And I'm just sitting here like, 
this can't be how the rest of our season goes. Like this is this ain't this isn't it. I, I refuse. And I'm I'm hoping that they watch that film back and they were equally disgusted with themselves that they're like, we can't, we can't go on like this. Like we can't do this, you know? And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it was like a gut punch to them for them to wake up because they need to wake up. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, and yeah, Justin said it rev sad part when the best trip or the best part of the trip to Huntsville is the damn potato. Well, we had the potato before, not after, but yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, and, and yeah. Shelly says it too. We won't be dancing either. You're right. I mean, if we can't even, if we can barely, barely beat teams like UTRGV and all that, like we, how, how are we even going to beat New Mexico and GCU? How? How? Anybody? Well, we're I'm, about to find out on Thursday. Well, we're about to get a rude awakening on Thursday and Saturday. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's going to be wild. You know, Sean, we are not good at the moment. Potential, yes, replacing Rati presence minutes. And that, listen, like, as I said, that has been a tough hurdle. But I feel like we've worked through that pretty well, and that was not the main issue on Saturday. I don't know what was, but something up here was not clicking. Yeah. I mean, and yes, we felt a little bit of the absence from Rati. And then of course we felt some op- absence from, from Nana not being there because of, you know, COVID protocols. I'm assuming is what it was. Right. Um, I haven't, I don't think they necessarily said, but when someone's not on the bench, I'm ass- yeah. we're assuming that's what it is at this point in the season. Right. So, I mean, we feel that we feel the absence we do because it's, it's obvious for some people, you know, when they come in and they give, the starters, a you know, deserved break, but then it's just, Oh, it's, it was just frustrating. It was a frustrating game. And, you know, once we're done talking about it today, that's it. I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm not, we're just going to, again, going to let go. I'm like, God, <laughs> in, in the best way possible. Uh, and so we're just going to hopefully look forward to the future and the future games and continue to, you know, support our jacks because at the end of the day that's you know that's what we're here for we're, we still love our jacks even if they are as frustrating as they're being currently we're hoping that the rough waters are over and potential smooth sailing we don't know we have to get through saturday okay so we have we have a few things upcoming but we'll cover that in the next episode so you know yes Yes, 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 yes. We do have a few upcoming things, like Jacqueline said, but uh, we're going to take maybe like a 15 minute break and then come back at around maybe five o'clock or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hold on. Quick ad. Yeah, yeah, Dustin, we're definitely going to talk about this in the next podcast, too. But quick ad to everyone watching, listening. Uh, get to the Coliseum this week. If you can't get there Thursday, get there Saturday for the New Mexico State game for sure. Students, get your asses out there too. Make the Coliseum loud and get rowdy. Don't let a bunch of old folks outdo you with the Heckler and Hayes reunion. You're right. Yeah, exactly. We're going to mention that again in our next podcast, Rev. But, I mean, it's going to be a great weekend. We're going to have a really good time no matter what. Um, but we would love, 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 love for people to come out and and – cram the Coliseum on Thursday and let's get rowdy. Let's get weird on Saturday. It's going to be a fun weekend. I hope 
It is. So exactly. So, all right, we're going to take, like I said, like maybe a 15 minute pause break. We're going to get all of our notes and stuff ready for the Lamar game um, to do- go over that and recap the Lamar game that just happened last night. So uh, grab some drinks, grab some early dinner if you're if you're at that point of your day and meet us back here in about 15 minutes and we will talk about Lamar. So always remember to act some jacks. Without some jacks. See you in a few.